Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. All right, everybody, welcome back to Dirty Devotionals, the podcast that's all about helping you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Listen, my name is Zach. I want to give a shout out to all of you who are listening for the first time. Um, I can't tell you how much it means to me. It means the world, literally, that you would, out of all the podcasts, there's so many of them, especially devotional podcasts, uh, that you would click mine. So I hope it's impactful for you. Uh, second off, I want to let all of you know that we've opened up a group this week, um, a private group on Facebook um, that we is our dirty family. And so that is for people who are avid listeners to the podcast um, that value this idea of being seen, known and loved, uh, that value making sense of the dirty and the divine. If you're looking for a safe place to be able to share your uh, triumphs, to be able to ask questions. This community is for you, and so be sure to go check that out on Facebook. I would love to be able to bring you into that um, so that we can continue to encourage one another on this journey of knowing God and ourselves more. In saying that, we are about to jump back into 1 Samuel, y'all. Um, it has been it has been a good ride. 1 Samuel, y'all, y'all didn't know the Old Testament had so much good stuff, um, but listen, it does. <clears throat> and 1 Samuel chapter 12 is no exception to this. And so have you ever thought about, I mean, your life, what it would look like, you know, if you, if you are about to, basically, you knew you were about to die. It's going to get pretty morbid here. So just bear with me for a second. Um, and you had one last chance to stand in front of all the people um, that matter to you, people who um, you've influenced, who trust you, and you basically were able to give them like this farewell speech um, to kind of share with them. Uh, Kind of like some words of wisdom, if you will. So this is just think about what we say. Actually, just take a second, think about what you would say, what like the lessons that you would impart to them, the the things that you would want them to know. Um, think about it, because it's pretty. What it does, I think, is it gives you kind of a uh, reality check for what's really important. Um, a lot of the things you're worried about, you probably wouldn't even talk about. Um, instead, that you would really focus on these big, these big chunks of lessons and. Um, truths that you've learned in life, and you would probably focus in on them. I, I, te- I say that because First Samuel chapter twelve is um, dedicated to Samuel's farewell speech. Now we've been talking a lot about Saul, but I want to I want to revisit Samuel for a second. If you're at squeaking, it's my chair. Um, <clears throat> Samuel is basically kicks off this whole book. Um, Samuel, we meet uh, Samuel's mom Hannah, who's barren can't have any kids, basically makes a promise to God that um, if he gets her, if God will allow her to get pregnant, that she'll dedicate um, her son to the Lord. She gets pregnant, God honors it, and she has Samuel. And Samuel grows up in the temple and basically becomes a prophet of God, which is a high important thing um, in the Bible, because basically it means Samuel is the mouthpiece of God to the people of Israel. Now, Samuel has had a pretty um, exciting life. Um, you know, he he told the priest at the time, Eli, who was overseeing him, that God was disappointed with him and his family and that God was going to kill him. 
Um, Samuel has played a part in bringing the first king into the tribe of Israel, uh, who was Saul, which is who we've been talking about. And now Samuel is getting old, and he's basically about to step down from being a prophet. Um, his time's up. He's like, you know, he's run the good race. He's done his thing. <clears throat> and he stands up, and he basically gives his farewell speech. And at the very the very end, um, Samuel says some things I want to talk about because I think it's important for you um, and for me. So Samuel... Samuel starts by basically talking about how, like, about his experience with God. He ends up making a miracle happen, um, reminding them of how faithful God is and constantly reminding them of how messed up they are. Um, it's just this, this back and forth of, you know, our God is good. He's great. And listen, you suck. You made bad decisions. You haven't always been like at the top. You've been worshiping all these other gods. And he gets to the end, and he says this to the people, because people are probably like, well, frick, God's great, I suck, what does that mean? He says this, I want to read it for you, it's in verse 20 of 1 Samuel chapter 12. He says, do not be afraid, you've all done evil, you've all you've all made mistakes, yet do not turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Do, do not turn away after useless idols, they're not going to do you any good. They can't rescue rescue because at the end of the day, they're all useless. For the sake of God's great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. And I, I read this and, you know, I really, it almost, it made me a little bit emotional, honestly, because Samuel is the end of, end of his life and he closes off and he says, listen, don't, don't live your life in fear. Yeah, you you know you've made some mistakes, yet but don't don't turn away from God. You know, you're going to you're going to chase after all these things. You're going to chase after relationships, you're going to chase after money, you're going to chase after fame and value and all these wrong places. And he says he says they're, they're not going to give you they're not going to give you what you're looking for. He says, "God, listen, it doesn't matter how many times you mess up, God's not going to reject you." He was pleased. He was pleased to call you his own. And today I just I just wanna I wanna let you know that that you would be encouraged in this of like listen, I don't I don't know where life has brought you. I don't know the decisions you've made. I don't know how you feel about yourself, but I think one of the things that we can rest in is we can know how God feels about us. And that he was he was pleased, he's pleased to know you and he's pleased to love you. That that your mistakes, listen, your the mistakes you made, all of them, every mistake, the the um, the marital unfaithfulness, the um, the drug addictions, the the hurtful things you've said to people, the the bitterness or the pain that you've caused. <clears throat> listen, God hasn't walked away; He's not turned away from you. You don't need to turn away from Him. It's okay. The doubt you have. Listen, I know there's some days I get up and I have doubts. I'm like, you know, there's a, I read this book called Faith and Doubt by, um, I'm not going to remember the guy's name, but it doesn't matter. Um, it's called Faith and Doubt. And he says, he says, I've wrote, I've wrote dozens of books. I've, I've preached in front of tens of thousands of people. <clears throat> I've seen tens of thousands of people give their life to Christ. And there's a part of me that when I stand in front of the gates of heaven, I'm going to be surprised. And I can relate to that. 
Because there are some days my faith is crushing it, and there are other days that doubt is just overwhelming me. And what a shame it would be to allow my doubt to make the be the deciding factor of me turning away from God as if God can't handle my doubts. Listen, I know sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes you feel like you're praying to a wall. Sometimes that you're like, you know, if God really cared, why is this shit happening in my life? And you just don't get it. And doubt, doubt is right there waiting for you and it consumes you. I want you to know that. Do not let that be the thing that allows you to turn away from God because God is not turning away from you because of your doubt. I know that other people have hurt you. I know that there have been people in the church that you've trusted who have betrayed you. I know that there have been friends who said they would be there for you and they weren't. I know that there are people who said they would be your ride or die for your whole life. They've left you. And it's easy to let those decisions that other people have made um, to make you think that God's going to do the same. He won't. All those people may turn back. But listen, God's, God's not turning back. He's not he's not leaving you on red. He's not ghosting you. Don't turn back on him because of the decisions other people have made. I, I used to I've heard people say this and it stuck with me is don't let imperfect people reflect a perfect God. Listen, people make decisions, bad decisions. You've made them. I've made them. And just because we make them, it doesn't mean other people don't. And sometimes we're we have to deal with the consequences of other people's bad decisions. But I want you to know that just because other people have said things about you and other people have hurt you, God hasn't turned his back on you, so don't turn your back on him. I want to read what Samuel said one more time to you, and now I want to pray for you today. He says, don't be afraid. You've all done evil. Yet you don't have to turn away from the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. Don't chase after useless idols. They can do you no good. They can't rescue rescue you because honestly, they're useless. For the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject you. Hey, listen, listen. The Lord will not reject you because the Lord is pleased to have you as his own. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you for every person listening to this. Lord, I pray that you would help them feel seen, known, and loved by you. Lord, you don't turn your back on us. And so, Lord, help us not turn away from you. Lord, sometimes our mistakes, our doubts, the decisions other people have made against us. Lord, we feel so alone and we're not sure if you're even present. But Lord, um, I know in my life, so many times I've let those things be deciding factors and me turning my back on you. Lord, don't let it be so with the people listening to this. Help us not just struggle, but struggle well and struggle with you, not against you. Believing that in the midst of all of those things that you're strong enough to help us through them. Lord, we thank you for not giving up. We thank you for being present. Um, Lord, we thank you for so much for your love. And we ask all this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.